I have to have breakfast. Oh, if yeah. I do not have breakfast, I am no good to anybody that day. So no matter what is happening, even if I have to, if I'm leaving the house at five o'clock in the morning, I'm still having something to eat. Yeah. That's a non-negotiable for me. That's and the same point. with drinking my water. It's non-negotiable. I have to hydrate myself. Welcome to the Australian Weight Loss Surgery Podcast, where every two weeks we explore all the aspects of the weight loss surgery journey. We'll hear from a range of experts, including bariatric surgeons, psychologists, patients, and dietitians, sharing up-to-date informative advice to help fast-track your long-term weight loss success. Welcome back to the Australian Weight Loss Surgery Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Lewis. I'm a clinical nutritionist for BN Healthy. On today's episode, we'll explore all aspects of the Metabolic Balance Program. It's a tailored, personalized nutrition program for patients who are looking to bring about health and vitality. I'm interviewing Cherry Wills from Metabolic Balance. Cherry is a degree qualified nutritional therapist with a passion for helping clients to have their best life. As a functional nutritional practitioner, she is passionate about supporting clients with whole food, personalized nutrition, and splits her time between private practice and her role as the CEO of Metabolic Balance, where she supports and trains fellow natural medicine practitioners across Australia and New Zealand to implement personalized nutrition with Metabolic Balance in their practices. Kerry loves learning, you'll find that out more throughout the episode, reading and research, personalized nutrition, metabolic balance, pottery, yoga, cats, word games, and enjoying the company of good friends, good food, and a good gin and tonic in her spare time. Welcome, Cherry Wills. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Jackie. It's great to be here. Thanks so much. It's taken us a while, but we did get there, which is fantastic. So we're going to talk all things metabolic balance. We'll go into that shortly. Weight loss, keeping weight off, feeling the best you ever have in your life, because I think mm-hmm. that's what metabolic balance did for me. And you're the one to talk to because you brought it all to Australia. Yes. I think I'm the one that truly promoted it in Australia. It's probably a bit of a better clarity. I trained in metabolic balance over 10 years ago in the UK, in London. And then when I, I came here in 2013 and I was using it just in my practice, building up my own nutrition practice. But it was then in 2017 that the opportunity arose that I could actually take over the management and the training and sort of the direction of MB here in Australia and New Zealand. And I just had to do it. (laughs) I had to do it. I really needed to use this program in my own practice. And then I was like, yep, I really want to get this as many people knowing about it as possible over here. Get the word out. And so walk me through MB, Metabolic Balance. And tell me a little bit about what it means for a practitioner and what it means for a, we'll call them a patient or a client or someone who wants to change their metabolism, I suppose, and the result of their kind of ongoing way of relationship with food and lifestyle. Yeah. So I think the very short answer is that metabolic balance provides an individual, a patient, a client with a personalized food list and menu plan. And this is just the key in many ways to really getting health and well-being happening. A lot of the time I prefer to say MB, and I use the phrase MB rather than just saying (laughs) MB is about helping somebody get well through their food. And then Mm. we sit back and see what their body does with that. So 
it's not actually really designed so much to be a weight loss program. It's just designed, let's get actual balance back in the body. Let's get some real consistency of key habits and then see what happens. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. For a practitioner, when they bring MB into their, into their clinic, it just clarifies the way that they can really get that food list and menu plan right for that client sat in front of them. And I think the evidence is really catching up now with the fact we need personalized healthcare model. Mm. We cannot just have this one size fits all. Even what is a healthy eating? To say that a healthy eating is the same for me with my genetic background and the same for you with your genetic background and every other person on the planet with totally different genetic backgrounds. To say that we all should eat the same healthy diet with broccoli and Brussels sprouts and chicken breast well that's slightly crazy is it not Mm. and that's really why I am so passionate about the individualization and the personalization that you get with metabolic balance yeah so and for a client they get the true clarity of what to do and I think there is so much frustration overwhelm uncertainty mixed messages just, well, you could do this and you could do that. And why don't you try this? No, yes, just do your best. And oh, yes, it doesn't matter if you do that. How do we know it doesn't matter if they do that? If you're not actually really personalizing it to them and really helping them see, look, start here. Let's really just do this. And then we can actually tweak and learn together and move forward. Because that's the other key foundation of MB is actually that it's a fully supported program. Metabolic balance can only be done with a professional practitioner who coaches you for a minimum of at least five consultations. And we have requests saying, no, I don't want anyone to help me. I just want to have my plan. And I'm like, sorry, Mm. we're not going to, we can't do it both ways. And even the evidence is that it's the coaching as well and the speaking and the checking in and the accountability. And even I did a, a session with who's done the 100 things list and he was saying that accountability increases your performance by 95 percent so even if it's just checking nothing to talk about I went out for dinner and I did this and we go I changed that and it's just tweak but it's just that fact that you've got someone in your corner it changes the game and that even for MB that's where the evidence is is on that yeah Yeah, it really is and it's also that there's always questions. There's always like, oh, is this normal? Or am I supposed to do something? I'm like, how do I interpret that? What does that really mean? When you're doing anything by yourself, you're kind of like, okay, well, I'll just wing it. And that's again where if somebody has struggled for years and years, that means that they really do need some very specific guidelines and really great help to really bring them to the right path. Yeah, because absolutely. It, otherwise they're in the jungle of confusion and and it becomes just another diet then doesn't it I think without that clarity and yeah the, the personalization yeah. you're talking about when you decide you're going to do the MB program yeah the beginning of it is your bloods isn't yes. it yes that's right so everybody has a blood test done so we're looking at the full metabolic picture of the body so it's 36 parameters, and they're full spectrum of looking at the full blood count, the liver enzymes, thyroid health, inflammatory markers like CRP, muscle health, pancreatic health, so amylase and lipase markers, iron levels. So we really want to get that full picture of the body. And it is, and all of those 
parameters. It's like if you look at your fingerprints and you've got all the different, how everything connects. And it's that pattern of all the parameters, how they connect. Sometimes people think, oh, I've got low iron. Okay, red meat's going to come up on my plan. But that is so not the case because it's always about how everything interrelates and how you personally might absorb iron or the type of iron that you might need, you know, non-heme or heme iron sources. So it's so much more than just a single parameter or a single parameter out of range. Because one of the other things I often have with clients is that they can have very normal bloods often come back. In theory, everything is actually in official reference ranges. But actually, when we look at the relativity of everything, and that's what MBA can identify, it can actually identify really the relationships between the different premises. And then it matches it crucially, this matches it to the food chemistry, to the Mm. food database that we have. So we actually do identify the key foods that are the best for that person to eat. Every plan is unique. Sometimes I will still get plans back and I'm like, oh, wow, they've got that. Oh, I find wow. that when I put in a patient's details, put in their bloods and send it off for the plan, I'm more excited, I think. Yeah, that, it comes back and I'm like, oh, wow, what this one's got. I wonder so, what they've got. Yeah, yeah really, I wonder and what they've got. Yeah. No, seems like there's no rhyme or reason, but when you look huh. at how many patients are in the metabolic balance database and the kind of algorithms that they're running, it's not random because how long ago no, did it all start? Yeah, yeah. And I think as well, the integrity of the program is absolutely enormous. It's uh, devised by a German doctor and nutritionist team. And it's been the longevity of it as well. We've been going for nearly 20 years. And every plan truly is tailored to that individual. And I also know that for some people, we can't generate them plans. When their MB will not generate a plan, then it's not nutritionally sound or appropriate for a client. So... Certainly, that's what I always love to think about. Well, I, my passion for MB has grown the more I've got to know it yeah. and know it from a real management side as well, knowing the founders, talking to the founders. I am in direct contact with the founders to, you know, if I have a query with any of the anything that comes up, because they still have such a strong passion to just help people get well. Um, yeah, and it's, it definitely does that. The other thing it does is takes into account current and prior medical history so a patient has their bloods done we enter their results into the system and we also enter in their health history which also creates that picture of the links to those um, imbalances I suppose yeah so we can take up to around 70 health conditions that can be taken into account so they can Mm. range from things like acne depression thyroid dysfunction vertigo history of breast cancer, there are, as I said, there's about 70 of them. And also we need to know the medications. So there are nine classes of medication because these medications particularly will adjust the blood values. So that obviously has to be taken into account when we're doing the analysis. And that's how you get this very personalized food list. And it's in essence what a client needs to do. There's no ambiguity around it. It's like, we just, let's do this. Let's start here and see what happens. Yeah. And I guess a lot of it is trust the process. And when I did the training, it was a lot about just roll it out and trust the process because you'll absolutely see that you can trust the process because for everyone I've taken through, I've had people lose 30 kilograms, but I've also, you're right, it's not even about that. It's about 
the feedback, they come back and they're like, I feel so well. I've never yes. felt so well. So yeah. one in particular was a patient who did have a history of breast cancer. Right. Uh, yeah. The treatment led her to put on quite a lot of weight. So initially it was about that, but it was also about the fact that she had a pretty high level job and she was spending yes. the weekend just lying around kind of recuperating yes. from the week, getting ready for Monday. She said, yeah. I don't want to live my life like this. So we popped yeah. her on the program and within no time really it's just a consistent showing up of good health yeah. and yeah. just to see her I mean I know her socially as well as a, a patient but to see her just explode like it was awesome. amazing yeah and just, yeah so good for the first time in such a long time so we had all sorts yeah. of different things subside like yeah. sleep apnea and depression and yes. overwhelm and anxiety and fatigue and all those sorts of things as yeah. well as brand new wardrobe and yeah. music for life and everyone saying how wonderful she looked that's where mb grows is because then they see these examples and their family go what's going on there and then you've got people knocking on your door wanting the program so i can vouch i did it myself i did the training with you and i did the program myself and i always remember how well i felt on mb and i keep promising that after the conference season i'm (laughs) back there (laughs) i think it's absolutely it makes sense when you really do look at it from just think what if you truly did just give yourself the fuel all mm. cells in your body truly need? Just yes. do that in a consistent manner. And imagine what could your body do with that? Yes, and exactly. this is really, in essence, what MD is. And, and I think and what I also gained from it is that I can't change my habits now from eating like I did on MB. It's three meals a day with a certain yes. amount of time in between. Yeah. It's a certain serving size. And as much as I'm not always stuck with my own foods, I don't read from that intensive sort of part of the program, but I know what's good for me. It's funny to say that I'm stuck in my ways, but they're actually really good ways. So yeah. you can't and argue I, with that. And I think this is also why I love doing what I do because I am actually genuinely 100% believe that if I hadn't chosen to do my degrees in nutritional therapy and follow this path that I've been on and learn everything I've learned and then implement it in myself, I actually know I would probably be that very much 20, 30 kilos heavier than I am right now. I would be have that the depression, I would have that very lethargy, I would probably be on my way to, I'd be pre-diabetic, probably Mm -hmm. diabetic, and I would probably be on the road to bowel cancer because I know all of that's in my family history and I have done so much work with individual clients and their health journeys that I sit there and go this could be me and that's I think where the compassion Mm. and the empathy I will say yes I have not had a significant weight problem myself but I know there's kind of almost like a parallel universe of me that has The sliding doors before MB. I kind of managed to get it at the right time. And it was like in my early 30s that I actually really started to address my health, which at that point I was sort of six kilos heavier than I'm now. It's kind of like you recognize where you could have gone. That's really what I would say. What I notice is I can get away with a little bit more, which I've never been able to do Mm. that. And people look at me and think, wow, you've just come so easily. But I'm the same as you, and I don't share this very often, but in my teens, I had yeah. quite disordered eating. I was oh. overeating. I was binging. Yes. I was yes. just lucky I was as addicted to exercise as yeah. I was to junk food. Yeah. 
And the same thing for me, I look at it and I think, wow, if I mm. and I don't even really know what happened there, but yeah. I, if I didn't access whatever I needed to then to yeah. change that habit, yeah. I know that I would have yeah. been a very large yeah. obese woman and I'm yeah. 48 that's, now and I think it yeah. would have been a totally different health picture for yeah. me. And the yeah. same thing, I think that's where you can understand where this dysregulation comes from. Mm. And, of course, from studying the endocrine system and how everything works and all that sort of stuff that's helpful but it doesn't it kind of gives us the understanding that it could be anybody yes. and that that's, we're not that's up with it. eating this is we're it. not brought up with how to eat or yeah. how to look after our body yeah. unless you specialize oh. and I think that's quite yeah. bizarre that we go through our whole education system and we know how to do accounts and we know how yes. the legal system works but we don't know how our bodies work unless we choose I to know. And this is where I think there's a value of having a true analysis for you. That plan, the mm. metabolic balance plan, I honestly think it, I'm obviously biased. <laughs> yes, I'm very biased. Um, but I also say this is something the most incredible investment you can make in yourself. Mm. Because I, I have it, so you, it empowers you. Yeah, I have so many clients that will just message me two, three years down the line just saying, oh, I've got my plan out again. Mm. Oh, and I'm feeling so much better already just two weeks in. Again, I'm just really focusing. I'm looking after myself again because life happens and we can lose our way in looking after ourselves. Yeah. I often say the little analogy I often like to talk about is the plant that we might have that's slightly neglected in the corner. I'm terrible with plants. This is the irony of this analogy. (laughs) I would love to be that person that has an amazing garden and gorgeous house plants, all that kind of stuff. If you think about, I've had many over the years, House plants where you kind of slightly neglected them, but you suddenly remember to water them at some point. Yeah. And you might give them the odd bit of food, but they have to just get ignored. There's too many other things in life that are far more important than feeding or watering that particular little plant. But I always say, what if you did actually bring that plant right into center stage? You truly found out how it wants to live, where it wants to live, the environment, the sunlight the food, the water levels, all of that. If you've got all of that really right, what do you think happens to that plant? And that's what I say about every individual. And that's the premise in essence of what MB is about. It's about starting to say, do you know what? I am worth this effort. I am worth making the effort and investing and taking the time to look after myself because how can you do anything else if you don't actually feel good yourself? Correct. Exactly. And it's like filling up that cup and yeah. working from yeah. a place where you've got enough to spill over into other areas. I found that yeah. when I was doing it, the cognition and mental clarity and yes. energy, that yeah. you kind of lose interest in all the other things that you were doing just to kind of cope with the week, I suppose, because you don't need the coping. You just, I was going yeah. to the gym on a Friday night and get yeah. up. It was just a really yeah. nice rhythm. But it also, it imparts that habit that I mm. also am finding that hard to break, which is yes. fantastic. So we've covered what it is. We talk about the main reason I think that I think there's benefit here is that I've found that it's changed the way my body operates in the way that helps me to keep this healthy state, not only the healthy state, but also any weight Mm. loss. Why do you think people find it so hard to lose weight and then keep it off? I think so often you will hear client stories that actually there have been times in their life where they have lost weight as in like they have focused at various points they have lost weight but it's actually then the keeping it off that is actually the real kind of the problem is it's this yo-yo sort of approach through the over the years 
to be honest, the main thing I think we have is consistency. Mm. And where you see a diet as a short-term effort that we just do for this particular time to get to, I don't know, that particular date in the diary or wear that particular dress or do something in a very short term. I am doing a diet. Yes. You know, that's a classic kind of phrase. And then we also have in society so many things that come in that will jeopardize our convictions and our consistency and what we need to do for our mm-hmm. own health. But the way I always like to work with clients is we actually say, look, do you want things to be different to the way they are? We want to actually almost have a bit of a watershed moment where we actually say, okay, what you have previously done has led to where you are now, feeling as you are now sitting in my office or you know, sitting with me here. And I actually want to say, well, where do you want to be when you are in your 80s? Where do you want to be even when you're sitting next year? Think about how you want to be in two years' time, in five years' time. Don't just look at it like as a short-term diet. But actually, my goal actually is to get to 93 or 96. That's my little aim, to be honest. I don't really want me to be the 100-year-old, but if I get it, no worries. But I want to sail into that point without pain, without discomfort, being active, having that mind that actually wants to be engaged with people. Mm. We know those gorgeous people who have really beautiful clarity of thought and engagement and then we know people and it's the biggest tragedy where potential is cut short they get lost in their pain they get lost in their health and conditions and life quality it's not lifespan should be more about health span and health and life quality as well that is shortening in our society and I think we're very quick to think of aging as that's what happens when you get old. Mm. And a lot of people yeah. say that to me yeah. and it's like, oh God, I just thought I was getting old. But yeah. I, now yeah. I can see, I could feel like I did when I was in my 20s yeah. because this gives back that yeah. vitality and yeah. you know everything's working well. That's it. I think we're very quick yeah. to think that getting old it, it, is yeah. you, parallel with yeah. getting decrepit. I have so many favourite clients at springtime whenever I'm talking about sort of this area. But, you know, I was helping a 76-year-old man who really great mind but his body who is 20 kilos heavier than he needs to be and his joints were all terribly painful he couldn't walk he wanted to travel but he could only do that via his ipad that was the only way he could travel and it's like help somebody you see that vitality start to come back and then they're like oh my god i'm planning this cruise with my wife now and i think that's the thing that it's giving people back a potential to really feel good But the consistency is absolutely key. Mm. And how you be consistent, oh, my God, that's an enormous debate, isn't it? Because, I mean, for me personally, I think I have one or two non-negotiables. I have a couple of things that's just, I don't care what's happening. This is what I'm going to do. Like having breakfast, for example. I have to have breakfast. If I do not have breakfast, I am no good to anybody that day. So no matter what is happening, even if I have to, if I'm leaving the house at five o'clock in the morning, I'm still having something to eat. Yeah. That's a non-negotiable for me. That's and the same point. with drinking my water. It's non-negotiable. I have to hydrate myself. It's all these different things that you just have to find. And I think this is what happens if you approach a health program with the right support. Mm-hmm. That's really important. 
some key steps that you can really embark on. And it's okay to fail. It's actually okay to make mistakes. It's okay to even keep, you know, you've got to, mm. but keeping open to learning and wanting things to be better and sort of investing in yourself. I know that people have had real challenges in their lives. Yeah. And yeah. so for our audience, after they've done weight loss surgery, a lot of them, or are considering mm. weight loss surgery, we do know that the surgery is not the magic bullet. Yeah. It's fabulous. It does support those who need it, who yep. qualify for it. But two years down the track is where we yes. see things start to change and hunger returns. And that's the point we want our metabolism to really be supporting us. And yeah. what I was going to add is people are finding trouble keeping weight off because yes metabolically they're not supporting themselves with the yo-yo diet or the starvation diet and every time we do these restrictive low calorie limited diets we lose muscle and yes we do lose fat but we always lose some metabolically active muscle so you've got this process where you might lose 10 kilos on the scales and maybe eight kilos of that is fat and two kilos of that is muscle. So then you jump off your restrictive, whatever celebrity slim diet it ever was, and then you start eating your normal diet again. And you wonder why you gain weight back and then some, because every time you start back from that yo-yo, your metabolic rate is lower than it was before you started. And the other thing you do is when you restrict and you limit and you starve yourself, you turn off a whole lot of hormones that manage weight as well. Yeah. So you're up against it. The minute yes. you open your mouth and put the first mouthful of other food in, you haven't taught yourself anything being on a diet. You've shut down your metabolism and you've lost some muscle. And then you're wondering yeah. why you're gaining weight. And there's reams yeah. of data to show that dieting does not work mm. for weight loss because yeah. yes, dieting will help you to lose weight, but if you it's not some two yeah. years later, they're better than they were before. So this and I is think, where we yeah. really try to preserve yeah. that metabolism, those it's hormonal yeah. and it's muscle and it's a whole lot of other things. And this is where MB comes in oh. is it sets that up. It changes your life. It changes your habits firstly, and then it actually sets you up to succeed. And that's, I think, when you come off the plan, you know that you've set it all up. You're healthier than you ever were you're more active than you ever were, your inflammation is down, everything else is yes. kind of just like a well-oiled machine. So if you do goof off and have two nights out for dinner in a week, you don't put on the weight like you used to because metabolically your body goes, oh, my caloric intake's just doubled. I better ramp up my metabolism to deal with it. Whereas the yo-yo diet goes, meh, I've got nothing. I'll just store that as bad luck. Yeah. And I think that's a great summary. Thank you. Because it's all, it's again, it's coming back to truly nourishing your body to just be at its healthiest place possible. And that's actually why I don't even like to refer to my body balance as a diet. It's wow. a learning, actually. <laughs> I like to always say, why don't you learn what your body actually needs mm. and how it could feel? Learn what it truly feels to actually wake up in the morning, maybe, and say, I want to get out of bed today. I actually have, oh my God, I can actually concentrate on what I need to focus on today. I can actually walk up those set of stairs without my joints kind of aching and ankles swelling up, all that kind of thing. There's so many of those things. That's so much more what you get, so much that you gain from actually just health. And I also say, I like to use the phrase, we see what your body does with it, because it is so not the case that 
everybody should be the same size or the yeah. same weight, BMI, all that kind of stuff. It could be the 82 is your perfect way mm. for you to feel really good because that's just how your body, but it could be that actually you would feel far, far better at 72, but you haven't got to that for so long. You can't even imagine it. Or that that's so thing. true. Yeah. So, so cool. you know, it's, it's really is about finding what's the right place for you and doing things consistently. That's probably the biggest thing that finding what you need to change in life, if it's not possible. Everybody has their own unique lives and their own unique pressures and what is going on around them. And we have to find the right fingerprint for you. And that's where the coaching comes in. Yeah, and that's where the coaching comes in. Exactly. I'm finding on a Wednesday I'm busy, I've got stuff on after work and I can't manage my plan on that day. It's like, well, how can we implement a process where we make that part easier? Essentially, the food is meat and veggies, right? And it's pro- a no, good source and- of protein with yeah. some beautiful veggies. Yeah. That's really the, the essence. Yeah. I have yeah. one patient who is so committed She's like, I'll eat a raw cucumber because I'm on the go and I need so many grams of vegetables and I couple that with whatever's a good healthy source of protein. But she'd worked it out. And I think you do get to that. It's like, well, I need to meet these parameters. Mm. And so it becomes a process of we need this much protein and we need these many grams of vegetables and I'm running out the door. How can I do that really quickly? Or the flip side of it is I've got all these options all these herbs and spices, it actually helps you to kind of grow your imagination around how to make food in. Yeah, I'm a big fan of creativity. I probably would say if you'd spoken to me 20 years ago or even 10 years ago, I'd have said, no, I'm the most uncreative person ever. (laughs) But actually you realise creativity is in its essence really just being brave enough to give something a go. Yeah, and you also have the Facebook group for that too. Some of the people in there are doing some incredible stuff with food. I I love it. It's fantastic what some people come up with, the recipes. Some are like using their seeds to make like, I don't even know, it's amazing. Crusts for things, you know. Yeah. There's there's all sorts of different things, but I think it's recognising that a recipe is about taking it and making it what you need it to be because Mm. that's the thing as well. The recipe group, we have all this inspiration, but at the end of the day, you may not have those foods on your list. So you've got to be able to say, well, look, I don't have broccoli but I do have sort of kale and I'll yeah you know, or I do it's have nice. another vegetable that you could actually swap in instead yeah yeah I find it really helpful yeah and, and I think as a practitioner even when I'm going back through the plans it re-inspires me to go oh I remember I used to do that or I used yeah. to buy that particular food from here and it kind of re-initiates my own imagination to do a better yeah. job for myself as well I think the key thing is that it becomes lifestyle and I do believe that that's it's, part it's, of managing the weight. Yeah. It's learning how you really truly want to be and mm. how you want to live. And everybody's journey is unique. And that very much can include weight loss surgery. And where I'm coming from with how that working with individuals who've had all sorts of health issues or surgeries or anything, you still need to nourish your body with the mm. right foods. And I think that is often part of the problem you know far better than me in this field, but my understanding is that often people aren't really taught anything about then what they do afterwards. It's like, no, here's the surgery. We'll fix this for you. Maybe just do a few key things, take a supplement for um, six months or so. And then you're on your own. Well, what are you actually then eating for breakfast? 
Yeah. And there's dietetics, which is great. And it's that what we find is there's a year of intensive contact. And I don't know if it's established well enough in a lot of cases that that needs to be a lifelong kind of commitment is having that input because over the course of our lives, things change and our needs change. So it's important to track that. But it's also the first year is when it's a great time to instill great habits and portion management and eating your protein first. And metabolic balance is actually the real key because a lot of the, I won't say rules, but a lot of the guidelines for the success of the metabolic balance program are very much what you would implement in a bariatric diet. Eat the first few mouthfuls of every meal should be protein. Every meal should be pretty heavy on protein. Yeah. And the rest of it's good food. So it actually really dovetails beautifully. And then you're really bringing in the key personalization, yeah. that general advice. And yes. I think that's the bit that's so lost for so many people and why they don't get the results. My friend did exactly the same and she yeah, did brilliantly and I'm yeah. struggling here. Well, you're not Takes your friend. Out. You need the personalization to know what you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where the help is there, is, is what I would actually say. And that's why my goal is to get as many people knowing that this program does exist, that it has got incredible longevity, mm. has been going for 20 years. It's now available across Australia from the different yeah. practitioners. That we and have. New Zealand too. Yeah, and New Zealand, exactly. Yeah, we cover yeah. New Zealand and we cover the US now, a whole range of places. So it's accessible from everywhere is it something that patients can take on and do remotely or should yes so you can do it you can do it online yeah Yeah. absolutely and I think that's again finding what really works well for you accountability can be that somebody does want to be able to I have to go to that office I have to physically go there and other people know I know that I'm going to be on that call the biggest thing is knowing you've got somebody to ask for help and yeah. that they're your little cheerleader in your corner. So to And the other good thing I find is that we also have a practitioner's group. So if I have a certain case or a certain situation that I'm not 100% sure of, mm-hmm. I'll put it into the practitioner's group and get the input of every other practitioner who's done seen it before or you. And then if they don't know and you don't know, we take it to the top in Germany, don't we? So there's no way you're going to get no answer for what's going on. And I think yeah, that's absolutely. a really good thing. It's a key to that kind of team effort. And every time I'm in the MB group for the practitioners portal, I, I learn something new every time because people are dealing with different, there's yeah. so many different and that, disease and that, states and, you know, chronic conditions and that sort of stuff. It's really, yeah, it's, I learn yeah. something there every time. That's been one of my biggest goals since I took Gober Management five years ago I actually want there to be a community Community. I want to empower not just my clients I want to actually genuinely empower the practitioners to feel everybody can get a really good as best as possible nothing is perfect (laughs) we can't claim you know make massive claims it's always individuals and their journeys and trying their best but yeah and that's where I can ask Sylvia who is Mm. one of the co-founders straight up just right today, I could ask her a question. It's a really lovely system. I often like to think of MB as a bit of this genuine oasis in this quite miserable world of weight loss. A bit yeah, like your company right. as well. You know, when always, yeah, people who care, <laughs> that you just want to do the best and yeah. try and find the answers for people. And yeah. I think that's where the group comes in too, is that even if you've started the program and you're like finding your way, you can put questions in there. Mm. But even if you're kind of, done your intensive phase and you're just kind of ebbing and flowing it's actually a motivator because it brings you back to remind you of just how good it was too 
and just to see other people's success stories and what they're doing with food. And it is a community. And I think we also try and do that with the BN group. But it's a similar feel is that it keeps it top of mind. And I think when we're making these changes that are not always things that we've done throughout our whole lifetime, it's important to keep those things top of mind. Absolutely. Yeah. We're always learning. And I think I wish, you know, it's probably one of the things I'd wish to, you know, just to say is everybody's always learning. If you something hasn't quite worked out for you, if you are struggling right now, just, Uh, well, we were always learning. Yeah. You know, we're saying, okay. In our group last week, it was like, oh, I've been doing this all wrong. And I go, well, now you know, because you didn't know, otherwise you wouldn't. yeah, set out to do it wrong. And what we were talking about yeah. was, I don't know, something about yeah. breakfast or something like And we're very quick to say, I messed it up, I failed, it's not going to work. You have to really look at the language around it. And I think yeah. if we encourage that communication yeah. in a forum yeah. where it's everyone's yeah. helping each other, it's yeah. you can't help yeah. but win, I don't think. So. Yeah. There's a lovely quote, just remind me, there's a lovely quote about, you know, Maya Angelou, who's an American poet, and she said, you know, do your best, and when you know better, do better. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably something that I just say, you know what, I've done my best, I tried yeah. my best, and okay, I'm learning again now, let's do it this way, okay, I'll do it that way. It's kind of like we can always say, kind of keep learning. And yeah. in the world of nutrition, holy God, we always oh, learn something. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I often say that too. I'm like, I've got a degree and sometimes I get yes. confused. So please, as a layperson who's just trying to navigate weight loss or health or whatever, please do not feel like a failure if you're confused because sometimes we're like, oh, I'm confused. But yeah. so I mean, so that's where yeah. I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. So I just know, you know what? We're just going to find what you need. Then we'll see what we do with it. Trust the process, hey? And how do we find you if we want to discuss things with you specifically? And then how do we find MB as far as looking for a practitioner in our area? So the best way actually is to go to the Metabolic Balance website because that kind of answers the question to both of that. Because there is a find your practitioner section on that website where you put in your suburb and then you can find the practitioners closest to you. But also you can find me as well. So if you want to get in touch with me directly, then my contact details are all on there as well. So Great. Yeah. Keeps it all in the one place, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Sure so that's metabolicbalance.com.au. Also, anything we've discussed and any links or downloads or anything from any of our podcasts housed on the website for the Australian Weight Loss Surgery Podcast, which is awlspodcast.com. And you'll find all of our previous episodes there where we talk about all things weight loss surgery and metabolism. So why not talk about balancing metabolism and feeling the best you ever have? Terry Wills, I really appreciate your time and your passion. And Thank I'm you. sure we've got other things we can discuss in other episodes. So please, you're welcome anytime. Wonderful. Thanks so much. I really enjoyed this, Jackie. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's great to spread the good word. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Thanks for listening. And just before you go, we would love to hear your feedback. So please give us a rating and review. For other interesting topics of conversation and inspiration, come and drop into our Facebook community at BN Bariatric. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we hope you will share on your Facebook or Instagram and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.